Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com and today we're going to talk about looking professional versus being professional. This is episode 32 of the Humble Mechanic Podcast. Today we are going to be traveling back to January 9th of 2015 and talk about a topic that I feel like I'm in a pretty good position to talk about and that's looking professional versus being a professional. I think it's pretty safe to say that in the automotive mechanic or technician or really in the industry at large, there's a lot of different looking folks. You know, take me for example. On the surface, most people when they look at me do not see me probably as much of a professional and I'm okay with that and and I've, you know, kind of worked through that my whole career but that doesn't mean that I'm not a professional and that I don't act as a professional and portray my knowledge of fixing cars in a professional manner. Today, we're going to look at a few things that I think are really important to understand in this space. And I really don't think you have to be that clean cut, fresh shave, you know, perfectly pressed shirt to be an automotive technician, obviously, or to even look professional but there's kind of a fine line between looking like a professional and looking like a scumbag, uh, which I have spent much of my career kind of looking like a scumbag. And you know why ultimately that doesn't matter as long as you're doing the right thing. To me, you can look however you want to look, period, no matter what. You just have to kind of understand that there may be some negative things that come along with it. And while you can do whatever you want, you can't really influence the way people think or feel about you. So we're going to talk about all that and more. But hey, before we get into the show, I want to remind you guys, if you want exclusive content, discounts you can't get anywhere else to places like Black Forest Industries, S&P Automotive, MT Knives, Sonic Tools, Scanner Danners, Engine Diagnosis Book, and more, check out the crew membership program. This is a great way to help support the show all the work that I do for you guys, and more importantly, get a bunch of discounts and free stuff. You also get the VW Audi training manuals that I build for the VW Audi repair classes that we teach. If you were to go to one of these classes to get this manual, it would cost you 355 bucks a pop. So already you're getting your 65 bucks for your year of crew membership back just in those training manuals alone, on top of all the discounts from places that a lot of us are buying stuff from anyway, so it's a huge payoff. If that's not your flavor, I set up a Patreon. You guys asked me to do that for you, so there's some exclusive things going on over there. Or simply using my Amazon affiliate link, there is at the bottom of every blog post a box with a list of recommended tools. Click that, check it out. Those are tools I own or have used and do recommend. All those ways, I really do appreciate all the support, guys. It does mean a lot to me, and it literally, literally does help me keep the lights on. So with that taken care of, Let's jump in and talk about looking pro versus being pro. The reason that I'm talking about this today is actually something that happened to me today and happens a lot. So, you know, it doesn't bother me. But, you know, every once in a while, you're like, really? Come on. Um, I got called up front or I, I happened to be up front and a customer had a question. They, they were concerned about the behavior of their car. Um, it was actually their DSG transmission, oddly enough. We've been like overwhelmed with DSG uh, lately here, but, um, so he has all these concerns and I'm listening to his concerns and every one of the things he's concerned about are normal behaviors of the transmission. Now we can argue all day long, whether these things should be or shouldn't be, but they're normal for the transmission. So he, he's looking at me like, you know, this punk doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. And of course I'm bundled up cause it's freezing outside. Um, so I explained to him why all these things are happening and, uh, 
he, he still wasn't very nice about it, but, you know, I think it took him back on the fact that I could actually talk to this guy and uh, explain what was going on. So let's first talk about looking professional. Again, look at me. I mean, I'm not a professional looking guy uh, in, in the traditional sense, but that's okay. Um, you know, traditionally, I think when, you, when most people think of someone that is a professional, they think suit and tie or, you know, very clean cut person. And, um, you know, I don't know, I don't really think of it that way, but that's, I think, the traditional thing or they're in a uniform where head to toe, everything matches uh, and, and, you know, it's perfectly put together and they, they basically look like they came off the assembly line of uh, the next 10 or 15 other people that are, that are in the building. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, you know, there, there's a certain level of uniformity, so to say, that I think places need, especially when we're working in the automotive industry. You know, you expect a technician to have a technician's type shirt on. You expect a service advisor to have, you know, some sort of polo or something. Our advisors wear tie-dye, which is is hilarious, and I know they all hate it. But, um, you know, part of that I'm okay with. I, I like wearing shop shirts, mostly because they have a pocket right here. And uh, I, I worked enough retail in my life to be comfortable never wearing another polo shirt again. Um, but, you know, that look, that expectation, to me, is less about the clothes you have on and more about the way you carry yourself. Um, for example, someone, let's say, that has a uniform tucked in and their pants are, you know, properly lengthed and um, everything's great, but their shoes aren't tied, and they're dragging their feet everywhere they walk. Well, to me, that's not professional, even though 99% of what you look like is professional. Now, back the other way, take me, who I don't tuck my shirt in at work just because, honestly, it's a little too small for me at work, but um, I don't tuck my shirt in. I either have a hat on or, you know, my hair, my hair looks something crazy like this. Um, obviously, I have a, a pretty big beard, which you know, again, doesn't always lend itself to professionalism. And, uh, you know, I joke around a lot just because I think the job is fun. And man, if you can't joke around uh, in the automotive world, it's it's a sad, sad time. So to me, that, that look, you know, that quote unquote look of professionalism um, obviously is open to interpretation. But I think a lot of times people have this expectation of, you know, salesmen wear suit and ties, service advisors wear polo shirts, Technicians wear grubby old clothing, um, you know, whatever they drug out of the laundry to, to just throw on this morning, or they've been bathing out in oil and, you know, they're just dirty and greasy. And uh, there, some of us are, but, um, you know, it's being clean to me really in this venue is more important than having a particular uniform um, in it. And this idea of professionalism, as far as the look goes, really sort of to me becomes sterile and boring. And, you know, if this is you, don't, don't be upset about it. It's just my opinion. As always, everything I say on this show is just my opinion. Um, to me, it's sterile and boring. And, you know, you lose that individualism that I think makes, you know, our jobs fun. It makes a place that we go to all the time and we spend so much time and energy at. It makes it a little more fun and, and, you know, people can sort of be themselves. So you, you don't have to look professional in a traditional sense, especially in the automotive industry. But to be honest, you do have to have a certain level of professionalism. So that's why we're talking looking versus acting or being professional. 
Um, because despite the fact that I don't look professional in, <laughs> in any traditional sense, um, the way I am at work is professional, and that's interaction with customers um, and every opportunity interaction with coworkers. And we talked a lot about, you know, in episode 27, being a good technician, habits that really good technicians, and, and it applies to any worker, um, would have, and, you know, be on time, work with your customers, and really just overall do a kick-butt job. Because if, if you are good at what you do, you can look like whatever you want. Now, if you just graduated UTI and you look like this, an employer might not be as likely to hire you, but I promise you if you put five or six years in and you know get all your certifications, get a huge customer base, fix cars like nobody's business, have a really high fixed right first time score, I'm not going to be so concerned as to what you look like because I know you have the skills to back it up. And I think that's where a lot of young guys get hooked up is that um, they, they think I should be able to look like whatever I want. And I agree with you, but it's almost like you have to earn that. You have to earn the right to look like what you want to by proving the fact that you can do the job. The being professional is really more about the actions than the look. And, you know, to be fair to employers, I don't want a bunch of guys that look like scumbags working for me when I can hire somebody that may not look 100% traditional professional but does a really great job. So there, there is kind of a balance there. Um, so if you want to look like however you want to, I think it's great. I think, you know, tattoos up and down the arms, crazy hairdo, stupid beard. I mean, awesome beard, um, you know, big holes in your ears. Fine. No problem with any of that. But there's some things that you got to have uh, to sort of back that up. You still got to be clean because... You know, getting in and out of a customer's car, for example, when you're dirty and smelly, um, is gross, and they don't want that. And I know I would be pissed if uh, if I took my car in to get service and it stunk like bo. Like, uh, was that a Seinfeld episode? I think that that happened. Um, so you don't want to be that guy. Two, you really got to be awesome. If you want to look like a knucklehead, you got to be good at your job. You got to be able to fix cars. You got to be able to diagnose cars. You have to be able to talk to customers. You know, like I mentioned earlier, this guy was looking at me like I didn't know how to do anything but change oil, and I'm explaining to him these very advanced things about a DSG transmission. Of course, he has no idea what I'm talking about, but he, as his brain is trying to process that, you know, okay, this guy looks kind of ridiculous, but man, he really knows what he's talking about. Um, you earn that credibility with people. You earn that credibility with the management of your dealership or service station. You earn that credibility with, honestly, to me, more importantly, you earn it with your customers because without them, you know, there's no need for management. So um, there's, <laughs> in many cases in, in my work experience uh, at other jobs, there's been uh, no need for some of that management altogether. But that's probably another show topic. You have to be able to prove yourself, though, and, and, and be really awesome. And, you know, again, talk to customers, fix cars, do a good job, have your paperwork lined up. Um, put your stories in, put your notes in, but most importantly, fix cars. And you really have to kind of have some thick skin about it. You know, I was talking to my wife about us doing, uh, me doing this show because, um, you know, she's forever having crazy colored hair and whatnot. And I think it's awesome. And, you know, you get certain people that really look down on you for that. 
And then you get other people that think it's great and think that it's cool that you have some type of employment where you can do whatever you want to do and look however you want. And I think a lot of people really envy that is, is sort of why they get mad at it. But, um, you know, she said the, the crazier her hair was, you know, the initial response was like, wow, that's, you know, was that your natural hair color? But once sort of the ice got broken of the conversation, people were really interested about it and thought it was cool that she could do, um, do these crazy things with her hair. But you really do have to be ready to be judged by every single person that you come in contact with. And I know I get it and I'm okay with it. You know, I had hair down to like the middle of my back and man, people would be like, you're going to fix my car. You could like, you could see it in their face. And, uh, you know, a couple minutes I'd joke around with them a little bit and, and you really win them over when you, <laughs> when you just kind of joke around with them and, uh, and whatnot. But you, at the end of it, you have to be ready for these people to almost look down on you. Now, I think it's dumb and it's not fair and it's stupid and all of those are things that you want to say about it, but it doesn't really matter. It's, it's the truth. So um, just be ready for that. Final thoughts on being professional. I think, again, it's more about the actions that you take than specifically how you look. I think you have to really look at what we talked about in episode 27, and I'll put a link to, the, to that episode in, in the show notes. And that was really all about how to be a successful technician. You know, again, on time, fix cars, work with your customers, but be this professional-minded person while looking however you want, and you'll pretty much be able to do it however you want to do it. You can have a big beard if you want, you can have, you know, crazy mohawk, purple hair, whatever, and most places are going to be fine with that if you got the skills to back it up. This is another episode where I like to reach out to the audience and get their opinion on this topic, looking pro versus being pro. If a technician comes around the corner and has a two foot beard and goofy hair and, you know, maybe a shirt's not tucked in or it's dirty because, right, we fix cars. Is that a problem? Do you want that clean cut guy or gal or can they kind of look how they want and still do a really awesome job taking care of your car? Head over to HumbleMechanic.com audio podcast episode 32. Leave your comments down below. This is another good one to head over to YouTube and read the comments over there. And with that, you can subscribe on the blog at HumbleMechanic.com. You can subscribe over on YouTube, of course. You can also check out the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting platforms. Hey, if you guys go to your favorite podcasting platform and you don't find the show, let me know so I can add it. I'm finding new audio podcasting platforms all the time and I want to make sure I get the show where you guys are. On that note, do me a favor, head over to iTunes if that's where you listen and leave the show a review. If you think it's worth five stars, I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. If you think it's worth less, that's cool too. Either way, I appreciate you taking the time to help me out and leave the show a review. All right, guys, thank you again so much for listening and I will see you next time.